This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. How do you get closer to your consumers? It all comes down to meeting and hopefully exceeding their expectations. At the bare minimum, products have to perform as expected, regardless of price point or category. If not, brands run the risk of lost sales and loyalty. Certification firm Bureau Veritas's quality and compliance services ensure and prove that the products retailers put on the market will match up to shoppers' standards and performance and sustainability, so brands can earn and keep consumers' trust. I'm Sarah Jones, Senior Editor, Strategic Content at Sourcing Journal. Here with me today to talk about the importance of quality control in today's retail landscape is Rick Horwich, Chief of Supply Chain and Sustainability Strategy, Global Retail Lead at Bureau Veritas Consumer Product Service. Welcome, Rick. Hey, Sarah. Nice to see you, and thank you to you and Sourcing Journal. Thanks for being here. So to start off, how would you classify the role of product quality in shaping consumers' decision-making and sentiments? What are shoppers' expectations specifically around fashion and home categories? All of us are consumers. You know, we go and we buy stuff. And I, and I really believe that as a consumer, we have a basic expectation when we, when we go and whatever the purchases that we make. And the basic expectation is that whatever it is, it works. Okay. Um, you know, we don't buy things with the idea that, okay, I'm going to buy it. I'm going to bring it home. I'm going to try it on and it's going to fall apart right away. Um, so that means that there's a basic expectation of quality. And the other part that I would say is I have never met a company, a CEO, COO, whoever of a company who has said the, the, our goal is to provide our consumer with the most mediocre product possible. You know, so every company, regardless of what the uh, product is uh, out there, you know, always says our goal is to provide our customer with the highest quality product possible. So at a foundational level, Quality is built into what is our expectations as a consumer and what the expectations of the company are that are providing that product. Speaking of consumer expectations, customer feedback can make or break a product or brand. So if a company is facing negative reviews, how can it stage a turnaround and repair its reputation? There's a couple of things that, you know, that uh, can be, that companies can do. I mean, obviously they can, you know, make, returns easy, they can uh, fix problems, you know, do repairs, you know, and what have you. But again, I, I really, I think it's, it's, it's what goes into the product and what goes into the process. We need to make sure that we design a product, we develop a product, we source a product, and we deliver a product properly and within a quality, uh, quality framework. Um, so this gets to 
you know, the, the development of the materials, the development of the trims, uh, and making sure that we are aware that all components within uh, the chain inside the company, as well as the supply chain, uh, are all on the same page and all are building towards the same end goal of delighting the consumer. Um, so if what you end up doing is developing, producing and delivering a high quality product, which you have essentially said in your mission statement, then you are way ahead of the game and meeting those customer expectations and getting those, uh, those strong and high reviews. And I know you mentioned kind of having the entire value chain in alignment. Um, and, you know, in today's inflationary environment, everything has kind of become more expensive. Um, so do you see retailers cutting corners to maintain margins? And what risks could they be facing if cutting costs leads to lower quality? I don't necessarily see retailers that are cutting corners to, uh, to maintain margins, but I do, there's no question that there's inflationary uh, pressures that are out there. Um, container costs are going up, uh, uh, energy costs are going up. I mean, every cost of the input is going up. You then have to sort of get, become creative in how you are dealing with this and how you, uh, and how you are measuring this. And I think that uh, by looking at the, the product, looking at the process from a holistic perspective, um, and then trying to identify where possibly inefficiencies are within the chain and within the process, and to focus on those things that are most important to you, most important to what you want to deliver to your customer, um, I think that what you can do is be able to keep, I'm not going to say a cost neutral perspective, but I think be able to at least maintain margins within reason um, without having to sacrifice quality or other things. Sustainability is a top priority for most of the fashion industry, but where does eco-friendly design and verification of claims sit within the hierarchy of consumer demands? The industry in whole has sort of gotten the memo and everybody is jumping on the sustainability bandwagon and they want to put out eco-friendly designs and uh, sustainable products. So how do you sort of uh, cut through all of the chatter and all the noise that is going out there? Uh, we have developed a solution to be able to help our uh, customers manage uh, these, uh, these sustainable claims that are coming in and to be able to validate and verify them uh, on a fairly uh, quick, uh, rapid basis. Um, but this is really uh, critical. Is there ever a case where um, sustainability is almost competing with quality or hindering it? I don't think so. I mean, from, from my perspective, actually quality and sustainability uh, go hand in hand. If you have sustainable practices, if you are doing things properly and putting them into the pipe properly, if you're designing and developing them properly, um, whether it's the materials, whether it's the processes, et cetera, then ultimately what you will have is a high quality product. Uh, what we have seen very clearly 
through a lot of the studies that we have done is having sustainable business practices, you know, improves efficiencies, improves throughput, improves uh, uh, worker retention, improves total quality of the product, reduces waste, etc. So I think they go uh, sustainable, sustainability and sustainable practices and a high quality product go hand in hand. We've talked a lot about sort of the why behind quality control, but I want to get to the how. Um, so what are some best practices for establishing and operating quality control processes? And how are you working with your clients to shore up their QA at factories that are often really far away from their home base? What we have seen over the last two and a half years is the supply chains have, have fallen apart. Uh, there's been a resiliency issue, there's been a massive disruption issue uh, on a wide variety of continuum. And we have seen how the interconnectivity of various pieces of the supply chain, if they get disrupted, can have uh, significant effects up and down the supply chain. So to map your supply chain and know who it is that you're doing business with, uh, tier one, two, three, four on down, uh, becomes critical, and we are providing tools for that. And then the last is uh, connecting all these dots through data. So collecting the data, you're doing you're doing product quality, you're doing product inspections, you're doing uh, uh, audits, you're doing uh, testing, you're doing a wide variety of things. And so, how do you collect this data and then turn this data into actionable items to be able to drive continuous improvement? improve efficiencies, and through all of that, empower the suppliers so that they, you know, in many cases, you basically, you get the BVs and, you know, the other third parties off their back, okay? So you allow them to then be free to then perform at a very, very high level. And as they're performing at a higher level, the, that gets back to what we were talking about before, that gets back to the sustainability, that gets back to efficiencies, and that gets back to um, a more cost-effective process. Thank you, Rick, um, for all your insights on quality. I think two of the main takeaways are the importance of really knowing your supply chain and uh, remembering that we're all consumers and to put products out that would actually meet your own standards. So thanks again and hope to see you again soon. Thank you, Sarah, and thank you to Sourcing Journal. guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.